a little Wednesday music chat. Yeah. I'm down. I am down. This is a bit of a tough one for me because I was uh, I wasn't able to get in on the conversation you guys had. So I went ahead last night. I'm happy with my list, but I went ahead. Oh, mine are mine are all about actual athletes or sports. I guess with the exception of one is more just about being a fan than being an actual cool. playing the actual cool. sport. But beyond that, like mine are non like I don't have any. We are the champions or Gary Glitter in mine. Mine are arena anthems. Mine are more. Just about about sports, a, a particular athlete or cool. playing. Yeah, cool. Okay, let's okay. get into it. This is gonna yeah, be fun. Right on. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark Lefave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Well, here we are on a day where we finally have a little bit of good news about sports. The NHL looks like they're coming back with a 24-team playoff format in two possible hubs. That's a separate podcast episode on its own, what they're planning on (laughs) doing. But at least we're motivated to get back into being fans of sports and watching some live sports. There's, there's There's a little light on the horizon. Let's just put it that way. And the Bruins got gypped in this playoff format, but uh, that's another story for another time. It, it's gonna take me. It's gonna take me at least a day to read through the rules and understand oh them before it's, I can no. even talk it's about it. So I, I'm find a way today. Yeah, I, I was. I guess the announcement was 4:30 yesterday, and 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 I was like, okay, we can sort of digest this and get into it. Then I started reading it, going, holy shit, this is this is like a legal document, man. It's, yeah, it's, you know, no yeah, matter yeah. What, no matter what happens with this whole thing, it, everything is going to have a gigantic asterisk after it. You know what I mean? The of course, asterisk yeah. This doesn't count. The only reason they're doing this is because of, well, one because we kind of need it, and two because they're all greedy as all hell, right? Right. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? So we've decided to do this morning of uh, f- the four of us. Paul Morris is there. There's Chris. There's Mark. I'm Ben. And this is Black Sheep Radio. We're talking. We're bringing five songs each that are uh, either make you think of sports. These could be arena anthems. These could be songs about athletes or being a fan or whatever. So let's get started. Who wants to go first? Chris, you want to take it away? Because we were we were going back and forth online yesterday about this one and this was yeah had, sure i'm down <laughs> yeah i'm down this. <laughs> there's a lot on here man i i had a really difficult time trying to approach something like this because like what ben was saying you know you can pick songs about music you could pick songs that are in sports movies or sorry songs about sports you could do yeah, songs yeah. from sports movies you could do you know, arena jams. There's so much there. So, so you know, picking five is was a lot more difficult for me with this one. And also, you know, I scrambled to do it this morning, so that made it all. <laughs> 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 that added another layer of a difficulty. Chris, you did well. homework, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I thought about it a lot last night. Anyway, so I'm gonna start. I'll start with uh, this one. Is from soccer, actually. Um, Hmm. And and uh, it, it's a really popular song. I don't know if you ever heard of the 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 soccer club from the English Premier League. It's uh, Liverpool. 
Uh, or if you've, uh, to be honest, I don't know if you've ever been to a soccer game or, or or watched one on TV. I'm not sure what you guys' exposure with soccer is, but singing is a very large aspect of it, the fan experience. So uh, one of, one of the standouts uh, songs for me is from from the Liverpool uh, Football Club in England, which is "You'll Never Walk Alone" by uh, Jer- Gary and the Pacemakers. I Jerry, think. The, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry and the Pacemakers. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, no, it's. Um, it's really an anthem that about collectiveness and being a part of something and and doing your your small piece to uh, contribute to the collective uh, and all. It's it's just a really it's just a really inspiring and great song that really that 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 speaks to the genuineness of being a fan and and being a part of of your local community and 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 cheering for one common goal it just really encapsulates that and it's especially powerful when you hear the fans in the stands singing it um and it's curious playing forever yeah curious to know if during the recording of this song did jerry or one of the pacemakers get hit by a guitar pick and then roll around on the ground like they'd been shot <laughs> just just curious i also say why one referee the nfl have 10 umpires on the field and they have one i know right <laughs> that's what's great of, that's right? kind of what's great about it it's so it's so, so like as far as the rules are concerned yeah. they, they've been doing they've been doing a little bit of uh te- adding a little bit integrating a little bit of technology into the game but as far as like the one referee thing it's very old school just one guy fucking hauling ass around like, <laughs> like he's running he's running more than the players like for for the whole 90 minutes it's pretty wild so you know, I, it, it's funny to me one thing you bring up chris is that that whole thing about when the whole stadium sinks in do we don't have this this experience with soccer the closest thing that we have to i think was we go to a concert and everybody joins in mm-hmm. singing yeah. uh, a chorus of a song could you imagine over a hundred thousand people singing this song you know like bros with arms around each other it yeah. to watch it on tv it really is a, that was a great pick i totally Thanks. forgot about that it's yeah, a good my one buddy is, my buddy is such a huge soccer and uh, and football fan and what i find funny about it is he'll say like listen to this song that they sing in the crowd and they're all singing it and he's like compare that to a leaf game where they're just going School, school, school. Like it's so rudimentary. They're actually singing full songs. I went to yeah. a Leaf, oh, I, I went to yeah. a Leaf games one time, and uh, my my host uh, said, "You know, they call the ACC at the time. They call it the library." I said, "Really? Why?" And they said, "Because when they come here, it's quieter than the library. It's yeah. so bad. It's like a funeral home there. Yeah. It's not a it's not a hockey game. It's a business meeting. Uh, it yeah. just can be. Exactly. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to jump in, and I'm actually speaking of Leaf games because um, I remember Leaf games, of course, back at the uh, Maple Leaf Gardens before the Air Canada Center when it wasn't as much of a business meeting as it is now. And uh, one song that they used to play back then that they still fucking play now is uh, Van Halen's Jump. Mm. I absolutely love that tune. <laughs> just the synth coming in at the beginning. It is such a great arena rock song. And it just reminds me of Leaf Games now and Leaf Games when I was five because they still play the same playlist of music. 
<laughs> and it still pumps too. Like when you, yeah, you yeah, can still, yeah. you can still play Van Halen in in, in front of a bunch of millennial fans, and they're just, you just, it just gets you going. I don't care what generation you come from. It's, it, really it's cool. funny. There, there is a science to all of that. Believe it or not, and I think you, we all know Alan Cross. Um, he and an old radio consultant got together and they kind of looked and they were looking for songs that would get people going. And there are specific specific songs that are played at specific times. So if <laughs> if the other team dumps in two goals on the Leafs really quickly, there's a song, there's a response song for that, and it's yeah. magical. And apparently they consulted. I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw that the number a dozen teams that are wow. using similar playlists. Of course, they go into every market and they find out what songs work, which ones don't. But yeah. sure enough, a radio programmer figured it out for the modern day. Uh, NHL arenas these days. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I'll go next. I'm going to go with uh, this is actually uh, as much a protest song as it is a song about an athlete, and it's Hurricane by Bob Dylan. Great. Uh, the, songs, the song's from 1976, and it's written about a boxer named Reuben Hurricane Carter. And he was accused, tried, and convicted in a triple murder. Um, the case came back up. Uh, as a result, actually, of Dylan recording this song, all the proceeds went to getting him another trial. He got a second trial in 1985, was convicted again. Uh, but eventually, th I think it was three years later, uh, a judge said that, um, that the conviction was based on racial profiling and not the actual facts. And so he was exonerated on a habeas corpus. And uh, actually, the song set Reuben Hurricane Carter free. So I thought yeah. that'd be a good one to start with. Some That's Canadians, cool. it was Canadians that helped get him out too, if I'm right. not mistaken. It was yeah. some Canadians that had researched the case and did a bunch of uh, legal work for him uh, for free. It's an incredible story, actually. Look, yeah, yeah. Ha have a look at it. There's and it's very it's, good. It's good a great, tune. great song. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and there's a movie to go. There's a movie to go with that as well too. Yeah, with Denzel Washington, right? That's right, Denzel. Yeah. Denzel. yeah. All right, so I'm going to go with uh, something very traditional. This song goes back to 1908. It was written as part of this uh, family of songs written on wow. Tin Pan Alley. And it is a classic, and it may be the most obvious of them all, but it's great. But I have a, I have a caveat to this whole thing. It's Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And I will tell you, the two guys that wrote this song um, didn't go to a baseball game for at least 20 years before they actually saw a baseball game. Uh, but the version of Take Me Into the Ball Game I'm going to suggest here is the one by Harry Carey. Of course. Great play, oh, play announcer yeah. who called Cubs games at <laughs> Wrigley Cubs Field. Win. And in the seventh inning, the, what I love about this is that no matter where you go, at the bottom of the seventh, everybody, they play this song. And the and like the soccer experience, maybe not with 100,000, but everybody sings Take Me Out to the Ball Game. But the way Harry Carey did it, he just whipped this crowd into a frenzy. And a one, and a two, and a three. And it's it's pretty grand, I have to admit. So Take Me Out to the Ball Game, one of the great sports songs of all time. I'm so glad nice. Paulie mentioned this because my dearly departed best buddy, Carrie Gray, did the best Harry Carey impression ever. Yeah. Paulie, you can attest to this. <laughs> I can Carey hear that. would actually get phone calls from shows in the States to be a phone guest and, and be Harry Carey. He was that convincing. You know he how we it. used he to make so well. If you don't know who Harry Carey is, yeah, he was a bit of a crazy man and he had his own he had his own 
his own dialect. <laughs> he yeah, really Will did. Ferrell, Will Ferrell Will does, Ferrell an, does, incredible, really does an incredible impersonation. About, yeah. I think of Bob Cole. <laughs> Bob Cole of baseball, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Right on. Okay, so I'm just going to get this one out of the way. I saw that you, everyone sent me their lists before we recorded. Nobody knows their individual lists, but I have all the information Go. and thus all the power. And for this one, so I threw this one on because I, I feel like this needs to be on and nobody included it. And I'm just, I'm just doing it. Uh, Queens, we will rock you. Okay. I don't it's know. Go, it's, it's God. It's, it's everywhere. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it crosses all, it crosses all sports. Like it's on everything. I don't know if they played in Europe, but cause I obviously haven't seen a sports game in Europe, but every little, you, you can go to minor league rinks to professional yeah. rinks to, you know, be, we will we will rock yeah. you is so ubiquitous that as soon as it's played over the PA, you know exactly what to do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. You don't. You, yeah. you didn't have to grow up with it. You just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, I. You gotta wonder. Did they? Some songs you wonder. Did they write it specifically knowing this is going to be a hit? Did did Alice Cooper write schools out because he was excited that school was out or because he knew he was going to get airplay once every year? You know? <laughs> well, if you watch the, if you watch the, uh, the movie, whether or not, you know, I mean, it's taken from, uh, you know, I mean, how realistic it is taken from life. But the, the creation of that song was literally just the stomp, stomp, clap, stomp, stomp. And they wanted it so that everybody in the stadium would be able to be essentially an instrument for Queen. And it was uh, it was a cool way to see them design a song. And. Yeah, they, it, it had to be front of mind. It had to be. We want 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people banging their seats, stomping their feet, clapping their hands and being a part of the show. And I, that's it's such a great, such a great pick. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything to add to that. You know, it's 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 really just one of those songs. You know, no, it's a it is. Song. It, it, it sort of it's has an to be on song. the list, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Right on. My first pick, I went with uh, Van Halen's Jump Around just for that beginning, kind of gets you out of the seat, that synthesizer, and for another song uh, for its beginning, also it's a kick-ass song, is uh, House of Pain Jump Around. Jump Around. Is my, is my second jump, one, just for that, again, that beginning, that gets you out of your seat, gets you excited. I think of it more in a, in a basketball setting, but it is like 20 years old, so they're probably still playing it at Leaf Games as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went, you know, if I were going to go with something sort of, sort of, I, I'm not saying that that song is a rap or hip hop song. I don't know what you call that song, but if I were going to go Jump something around, yeah, hybrid, yeah. yeah. If I were going to go with a hip hop song, I'd probably somebody's going to curse me for this because nobody likes Drake. But started starting from the bottom is a pretty good. Yeah, that works. A, that yeah. works a crowd up yeah. really well, and it's a pretty damn good song too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, my second one. Um, Back when uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers had a little bit of funk and soul going on for them, they recorded back in the 80s, I think 87. Paula, you might be able to help me out with this. I think it's on the Mother's Milk album is Magic Johnson by Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I if, can't remember. Okay. It's, it is a, it's a very early Chili song. It's from, I think it's Mother's Milk. Anyway, it is simply called Magic Johnson. Anybody know it? Cause no. oh god! As as soon as we're done, YouTube Magic Johnson. It's 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 the Red Hot Chili Peppers at their funky, quirkiest best. It's really early chilies, and it's a great great song. Check it out. 
Ah, yeah, nice. it, it, it is off Mother's Milk for the record. It is Mother's released, Milk. Released in 1989. When oh, you said Red close. Hot Chili I've never heard this song, but when you said Red Hot Chili Peppers' Magic Johnson, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if that song doesn't mention basketball at all. But Right, <laughs> yeah. my Magic Johnson. Right? Yeah, it, just, it starts off with the whole band <laughs> chanting, M-A-G-I-C, and, and then it, oh, just, cool. it goes nuts. It's, it's a great song. It's a lot of fun. Out, we're done. Yeah, for sure. All right, there's my second. Polly, you're up there, okay. Um I'm, I'm going with some old songs here, and this is another very this is another very old song that uh, was something of a jazz standard. This one goes back to 1925. Jeez, what am I setting myself up for here? But anyways, <laughs> if you've if you've ever been to a Harlem Globetrotters game, the throw around song is "Sweet Georgia Brown." The version that you, yeah, the start whistling, guys. I didn't even, yeah, yeah, I didn't even know the name of it. Yeah, That's amazing. Sweet Georgia Brown. And it's Good instantly, pick. for me, it's instantly basketball. You know, I kind of, when, when we were doing this initially, we we're talking about one for every sport, right? The four major sports. And I said, hmm. what am I going to do with basketball, you know? And there's so many <laughs> hip hop songs. The Drake song came to mind. Kind of do some research. There's some really bad rap songs. Like, really, like, there's, there's a whole bunch for the Lakers that are just horrid. Horrid. Horrible. But I thought, but I thought, what is something ubiquitous? You know, something that just as soon as you hear it says basketball. It's the only reason the song works. And it's Sweet George Brown. I was done by uh, more, more famously by somebody called Brother Bones in His Shadows. What an awesome name for a band. But yeah. they're a jazz band. But it's basically a whistling song with a great rhythm to it. And I, I think it's great. It's classic. Uh, who's up next? Is it me? No, that would be me. It's Chris. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, th- so, so there's, there's. I took a couple different angles on this. Some of these, some of these songs are are songs that that you'd uh, hear at a game or, or or about whatever. Like I, I didn't really stick to a, too much of a structure because you know there's so many contexts with which sports and music um, intermingle. Uh, so for my third one. This this is it comes from from the television broadcast and to me this is sports uh, especially growing up and it is the hockey theme which is the hockey night in Canada song um, and it's, it was composed it's composed by a Canadian named Dolores I don't know how to pronounce this last name I think it's Clayman um, it's it's just I I, know, I understand that it's not being played on CBC during the hockey night in Canada broadcast anymore which is a damn shame in my it opinion. is I think TSN picked it up or something now which it's is our clever. de facto national anthem Chris I mean good yeah. God yeah like like America has God bless America as like a secondary anthem and, <laughs> and I think Canada, <laughs> Canada yeah. has the hockey night in Canada theme there's no lyrics but people still sing along to it every time it comes on and um, yeah no that, that's <laughs> it that's, yeah. you know it's funny uh, yeah that was originally the theme song for hockey night in Canada on the CBC and then the woman, Dolores, whatever her name was, she had the rights to it. And then she said, you know what? I can make some money on this. So when their contract with the CBC was up, uh, she asked for a lot of money. And the CBC said, you know, as a public broadcaster, we can't spend millions of dollars on a theme song. And the, those of us who are kind of entrenched and said, what's that? What do you mean you can't spend that kind of money? You'll spend that kind of money at Peter Mansbridge. It's it's our national anthem, right? Mm. So, but they didn't. And now uh, Hockey Night in Canada, they had a, some some songwriting contest for it and some bogus sort of thing. 
uh, in the didn't, NTSA. Didn't and Neil Peart? Didn't Neil Peart at one point do well, the I, hockey song I, I, to I'm replace? Be honest with you, this was actually on my list as well too. The Neil Peart version of the whole thing, and he did okay. it as a charity single, and it's kind of yeah. fun, you know, a drumming version of the hockey theme, but kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, it's. I have a friend of mine. I think we all know Dave Duraco. When he got married, uh, this was his entrance Which time? music. <laughs> Which time? Second time. This was his entrance music. And I just kind of like, oh, of course, of course this, you know, and looking around, wonder where Wendell is, you know? Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> so the hockey theme, I totally get you on that one. Yeah, right on. I, when I saw it, because you sent you sent me your list that said Neil Peart the hockey team, and I didn't put two and two together. I didn't really uh, realize he did a, a version of that. But yeah, that was know. in. I think that was in the wake of CBC dumping the hockey. That's right, wasn't yeah. it, Paulie? Cool. That that was yep. the one they came up with as a replacement. Right um, on. This one, um, I'm 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 putting in a because I like the song, uh, b because it has a sport in the title, and uh, I think it's good to support our young athletes. Hmm. I'll read you a passage from said song. <laughs> I used to be a bad girl. I got busy in the bathroom at my high school prom. I used to be a dancer at a local strip club, but now I know my right wing from my wrong. I had a threesome with my sister and her boyfriend, Tom. I know I used to be a real wild child, but now I'm a Volvo driving soccer mom. By Everclear. I'm putting in Everclear's Volvo driving soccer mom as a great sports inspired song. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, That's you know, fun. you know, Everclear is one of those bands that like they just I don't know. I they, like you. You kind of they're kind of corny and and a little bit too much but then you hear their songs and you're like I don't know there's something there I could see why they were popular and and it, it's kind of feel good music you know there, there's something about it I, a lot of that music that came out of that era is like you know everyone just forgot that they listened to it at the time now because I'm still it's, waiting from you know I'm waiting for a tour of one hit 90s wonders like I want to yeah. see semi-sonic oh, yeah. Marcy Playground and Everclear on one big tour <laughs> be kind of fun third eye blind third eye right <laughs> kind of a fun tour actually Wumba Wumba <laughs> yeah yeah in fact I'm there very, very short sets so <laughs> like they'd have to have five stages and just keep rotating these bands in and out <laughs> just for their one just song. one song and then the fucking thing turns yeah. again exactly <laughs> All right, so there's there's my other one, uh, Volvo right Dragon Sopper. Uh, how many? Am I? I got two to go. Okay. Yeah, I think it's on Mark now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, I am going to go <laughs> from the greatest uh, greatest uh, sports movie ever made, uh, and this song comes on right as they get into the heat of the All Valley Karate Championship <laughs> from the Karate Kid. I'm choosing Joe Esposito. <laughs> You're the best around. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so good. A little so, bell just so, went off. So, and so speaking, right. of, speaking, of the, yeah, speaking of the stage that turns after one song. <laughs> wow. Or Joe Esposito. Ralph I want to set that to my alarm, my morning a bell, alarm. A bell just went off in Ralph Macchio's house to let him know he got mentioned somewhere today. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, what's my name? 
What's what's that move that he does on one leg? Is it like the stork or something like that? Oh, it's the uh, okay. it's the, uh, the, crane, the crane. The crane. Test. How yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. doing it now? We uh, those those who are, can't see us on the radio, we have a video <laughs> thing going at the same time. And I was going to ask how many of us have done that at some point in time. Oh, absolutely. Everybody, sweep the leg. That's my. And you got to do the big. You got to do that goofy looking <laughs> orgasm face when you do it to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's my orgasm face. Uh, who has not paint, who has not painted a fence or washed their car and said wax on, wax off, or uh, painted the fence? There's been paint many a father fence. that's put his son or daughter to the task to get him out of the way. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Why? He said just do it. <laughs> Mr. Yep. Mariachi or whatever his name said he should. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Mariachi. Mr. Mariachi. Mr. Mariachi. <laughs> that's the Mexican version. <laughs> you said the best. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Who's going next? Uh, okay, I'm going to do. I'm going to go next. It's another hockey sure. song. Um, this one, um, you know, it's just a, a song about hockey and a, kind of a tragic story. And and it had its time on the radio, and it kind of goes away. It's it's part of you know part of a Canadian artist catalog. And one morning, I woke up to hear the the story about. Um, about a busload of hockey players being hit by a truck and being killed on the highway. And I did a, I did a blog that morning and it said it immediately reminds me of Tom Cochran's Big League, and um, which is exactly the same story about this father that had such pride in his son and then tragically one day lost his life in a car crash. I coached hockey for years and was a hockey player as well too. And any of us, no matter what the sport, who have been on a bus... Uh, knew what the loss of was when that took place. Cochran went around and re-recorded a new version of that song. And it all of this stuff reminded me about how small a country we are. And and part of it is like you know, when we're in the shadow of the United States and you know, I'll watch the I'll watch the six o'clock news sometimes and you'll see a story about, I don't know, a, a kid who I don't know, does a good deed, takes a cat out of a tree, and it's on the national news. And I'll look at the TV kind of going like, this would never be in the States. My God, we are a small country. Mm -hmm. But boy, do I love it. And I think around that whole Humboldt thing, um, what I love best is when people were putting hockey sticks out front. I thought that was great. And if there was a song that kind of tied it all up at the time, at least for me personally, it was uh, Tom Cochran's Big League. That's the song that I'm talking about here. And and that song has a new meaning for me. It's a tragic song in the whole thing, yeah. but it is about, it's a hope and dream song and it's about our national game and, you know, uh, maybe a, a tragic side, but also a celebratory side as well too. So, Big League. All right. I'm actually, I'm again, I've said before, I'm not a big lyric listener. When I listen to songs, I listen to the music. I listen to the melody. I'm going to listen to that song. Oh, after. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. 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 You, you, you know, it, the funny thing is part of it is there's a, there's, it's about this father that goes, my, my boy's going to play in the big league. My boy's going to turn some head. And I used to sit up in the stands and, and when I was coaching hockey, I used to hear these hockey dads so proud of their kids and i said dude you know your kid's never going to make it but that's you know you you don't need to tell them that you know because because they just see something good happening in their kid that's i had to learn that for a little while you don't need to speak the truth to them just let them do their thing 
Um, but that song had a whole new meaning. And as I said, Cochran updated the whole thing. And yeah. Okay. I was I was so right bitterly on. disappointed. I really thought I was going to make it as I dragged my ankles across the ice. <laughs> I really thought I had a future as a pylon. I agree. I thought I was going to be the first uh, Hall of Fame goaltender for the NHL that stands at five six. <laughs> yeah, you and Alan, Alan Bester. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, um, no. right on. So okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Danny Foreign uh, for this pick because because we. we were chatting about about songs uh sports songs and, and he threw this one out there and it, it as soon as i heard it i it had to be it had to be included and that is gloria by laura brannigan yep uh this <laughs> this this so ben's upset because he he's got um PTSD from hearing the song. He probably can't. He probably can't hear it at all. But that's because uh, over the the, the 2018 2019 season, it became kind of an anthem for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, they were one of the last place team uh, in heading into the new year. I think even in the new year, and ended up going on this miracle run uh, and and just you know dominating all of the competition. And I said, I repeat, dominated all of the competition. Um, and it's re- it's really funny because I don't remember Gloria being a sports song, but Never. now it is. And, no, they, and, they and discovered it, it in a bar in Philadelphia. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> they were dead last in the NHL when they were out. They had lost in Philadelphia, I think, or were about to play in Philadelphia. Anyway, the, the whole... It was like a team building exercise and they were at a bar in Philadelphia and it came on and they just adopted the song. And when they did, the the team took off and yes, they beat my Bruins in the final. <laughs> yeah. And the, 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 my favorite memory of this song, I don't I don't want to linger too long on it because everybody knows it and knows that it's great. But the one of my favorite things is is during the uh, the Stanley Cup parade uh, for St. Louis and, and a drunk ass Brett Hall. <laughs> goes up and takes the mic out of nowhere and starts right. just singing just singing yeah. Gloria at the top of his lungs just just obnoxiously drunk just like wedding remember, drunk you know guys, what I mean I remember great. watching that series and there was one game one game in St. Louis where they had Hall with the let's go blues thing and he was hammered then too like oh, yeah. he was he was blitzed through that whole series <laughs> oh, yeah. he doesn't even know who won yeah. <laughs> uh, you know I, I never I never got the Gloria thing I mean I watched that and it it was to me. It was the most awkward fit in the world. Like I, Same. Uh, it's uh, I. You know, I, there, there's a good story for it. Yeah, you kind of had to be there to get it. And as I watched St. Louis, like we all did, make that run for the Stanley Cup, I listened to it and I said, I, I don't get it. <laughs> it's like an inside joke. Like what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't get it. It's like okay, you know, okay, you know. But yeah, whatever. No, no, it's okay. I mean, yeah, the, 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 it's even more reason for me to hate the song now is the Blues won, they beat the Bruins. But I was thinking the same thing like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I don't Yeah, I don't it does, definitely doesn't have to, anything to do with anything. But I think that's what makes it like one of those modern associations. I think it's that whole like meme culture where everything just comes out of left field and then it just gets taken on, uh, takes on a life of its own, which it's it's very new. It's weird. I mean, it, you can say the same thing with the with the Leaf School song, that Hall & Oates track. Um, yeah, what do yeah, they say? You make just, my dreams come true, or something? Yeah, my dreams come true. I, yeah. I love it. Like yeah. I love it. It's the. I think it's the funniest shit ever, and it's like the same thing with Gloria. You know? 
I you got I gotta throw out for people who are old enough to remember my my fa- probably favorite goal song ever was uh, Brass Bonanza. It was the Hartford Whalers goal song, and it is an absolute piece of cheese. But again, <laughs> throw Brass Bonanza on your YouTube, and you'll thank me later. It's a lot. Brass of, it's a Bonanza? lot. Brass Bonanza. They used to play every time the Hartford Whalers scored a goal. YouTube it, and you'll you'll. Same thing with you make my dreams come true. You'll be like, what the fuck does this have to do with hockey? But all of a sudden, you're like, this is perfect. Like, God. <laughs> I want to hear this so song hard. every time I get lucky in bed. What? Like, this is it called again? Brass Bonanza? Brass, Brass Bonanza. Bonanza. Look it up. Uh, I am. Uh, um, can, can we segue Gloria into my next one? Sure. I have traveled twice to Mecca. <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts. It's <laughs> Mecca. Here we go. Mecca. Boston, Massachusetts to see God's hockey team play. Both times they have won. And after every Bruins victory, you will hear the song Dirty Water by the Standells. Not perfect. only is it a great song, but it is the perfect, perfect song. I mean, I love that Dirty Water. Oh, Boston, you're my home. Is just right. it is. Uh, if if you're a fan of any Boston team, but the Bruins have really taken ownership of that song. It's it's perfect. It's just it's a catchy tune, and they they hit it with that guitar riff. I mean, Chris, Mark, you should be used to hearing this. They they beat your leaf often enough. You've heard this song many times, I'm sure. Yeah, the last thing I need is another self congratulatory th- song about Boston. Like fuck me. Like nobody nobody sings about their own city. I feel like more than 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 in rock music than Boston people. You know, it's always like they say they have to say Boston six times folk. per chorus, or else it go there qualify. and you'll get it. It's my it's <laughs> the Bruins are my number one sports team, and Boston is if 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 you've not been, Boston is it's a great town like it really is a great place to visit so ben have you done all your five of your songs i got one left we have one left okay then i'll save to see if you included this song because of boston but anyways i've got my uh my my second to last is also a very cheesy song and uh chris just mentioned the the hull and oats uh goal song that the leaves have which is fucking terrible um i remember in uh, in dion Phaneuf's last season with the leaves and i mean if you're a leaves fan you have to be self-deprecating you can't take this fucking joke seriously or else you just you're you're gonna be a sad person so uh i remember in Phaneuf's last season and this was something that went around online was that at the end of a game in the dressing room. And I think back to when I played like high school football, we used to play like rage against the machine and fucking uh, a white zombie. Like this was the stuff we were playing before football games and after games, the Leafs were playing Miley Cyrus party in the USA. That was their <laughs> work after a big win. Paul Boris just song did a face bomb. That's a double face yeah. bomb. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm choosing Miley Cyrus's "Party in the USA" for being the best and worst fucking <laughs> sports song. Wow, <laughs> that's that's bold. You know, when the Leafs were naming captains, they said, "Who who wants it?" Nobody said anything, so he yeah. put his hand up, and then he said, "Okay, Party in the USA." That's our new. That's yeah. our new song, right? He put, his, yeah, he put his hand up because he had to go to the bathroom. Oh. He didn't know they were going to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, funny thing is, I like Miley Cyrus. I actually don't mind her. But oh, but as a sports song, that's, I don't know. Yeah. 
dressing room pump up song party in the USA <laughs> um, for a leaf for the Leafs. That's yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's Canadian that's team. <laughs> I'll give you my last one. It's probably the one Paulie's thinking about. I would be hard pressed to think of a hockey song without the band that has recorded more hockey songs than any other band in history. And of course, that's the Tragically Hip. Which one? Most, most people go 50 Mission Cap. Hockey Night in Canada went with Lonely End of the Rink. I'm going with Fireworks. Um, and it's funny because, I mean, it is it does pay homage to the Bruins. Uh, if we, the goal that everyone remembers, it was back in old 72. That's the Paul Henderson goal. But Bobby Orr also gets a nod in this song. Right. So you would think that's why I'm going with this song, but it's not. Actually, it's a lyric that's a little bit deeper in the song. And Gen Xers and up will remember the National Fitness Program. Polly, do you remember this when you were in school? Yep. Yep. Here's to your comrade or here's to the National Fitness Program. What is it? Your comrades in the National Fitness Program caught in an eternal flex arm hang. Dropping to the fit of uh, to the mat in a fiddle after. The flex arm hang was like one of the most difficult things to do in the Canada Fitness Challenge. Guys, I don't know, Chris Mark, you're probably too young for this, but it was a series of exercises. You had to do sit-ups, push-ups, there was a 50-meter dash. Right. Um, and there was the flex arm hang. So you had to literally hang from a bar your chin had to stay above the bar and you had to hang there for as long as you could. And I think 60 seconds, if you could go more than a minute. Yeah. And if you could go more than a minute, you qualified for the award of excellence. So it went bronze. This is when, this is when kids could just bully each other the old fashioned way, you know, Hey fatso, Hey fatso, nice bronze. That was me. <laughs> and there was the kid with the award of excellence. But no, the uh, the National Fitness Program brings back a hell of a lot of good memories, actually. You know from, what? I totally uh, I, I didn't I didn't connect the two in the song because I know the lyric, certainly. Right. But I didn't connect it with that fitness program. I totally forgot about that. I was always fixated on on the hockey part of on that the hockey song. angle. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's here's to your comrades in the National Fitness Program caught in some eternal flexed arm hang. And I just I heard that lyric That's and hilarious. went, holy shit, I haven't thought of that in ages. But it is it's about hockey and it's about hanging from a bar for more than 60 seconds. If you can, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. One of my least favorite hip songs, actually. But I got to go with it just because Still, it's though. sports related. Right? Great story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I love that song. All right, I'm going for cheese here. Um, nice. I have, oh, I have, Gloria and Joe Esposito. No, this, this, <laughs> this stuff is strange. It was a toss-up between Wayne Gretzky and the Chicago Bears. And I'll make mention of the Wayne Gretzky thing because it's an old SNL sketch that you occasionally see it on one of those, you know, when they do a specialty show, like they just did a Mother's Day show a couple of a couple of weeks ago. They do a sports show and they have all the sports celebrities that were hosts on the show. Back in 1989, Wayne Gretzky was on and they did a parody of, um, of Viva Las Vegas. The uh, Elvis Presley movie with Elvis and Anne Margaret, except this time they did a parody with Wayne Gretzky in it, and they gave him the cheesiest lines. And the song that they did in it was called Walkie Key Hockey. <laughs> I remember this. Oh, my and God. It is, it is cheesy as all hell, but it is hilarious. But the one that I picked, um, 
actually is a song was a rap song we talked about bad rap songs this one starred the chicago bears in one of their greatest seasons ever as a 1985 it's the super bowl shuffle so bad and and it's so bad but so good i I did a little research on this and what i found out was that they was actually nominated for a grammy for best rhythm and blues performance by a duo or group they lost that year to prince the song kiss beat the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> thank thank God. It, it was one of those things. As That's much like as I the year Jethro it, Tull won the medal category over Metallica. It was probably the same year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, Super Bowl shuffle. Oh, uh, Jim McMahon in that video. The video for that is amazing. Oh, my God. In the fridge. So the good. fridge, man. William, the <laughs> William, the fridge, Perry, 300 pounds. Looked like a fridge, ate the fridge before every game. One of the most lovable guys. A great football team, by the way. Despite we laugh at us, they were a fantastic football team. Ditka was their coach. Best defense best defense to ever play in the NFL. Like, that that defense was just, it was stupid. It was ridiculous. Nice. All right. How many songs does everybody have left? I've got, I'm done. I have one. I'm done, but I do have a a wild card that I'm going to throw in at the very end here. Okay. okay, sure. I'm not going to spend too much time on on my last one here, just so that we can uh, leave some room if we want to chat about other stuff too. But uh, um, th- this is another kind of kind of uh, uh, building off of Mark's um, "You're the Best Around" movie, sports movie songs. Uh, this one's Bill Conti's "Going the Distance" is from Rocky. It's uh, yeah. you know that that, oh. that instrumental orchestral song that you hear uh, in Rocky 1 when 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 the tide starts turning in the the Apollo Creed fight and it's just I don't know I don't know if it's how popular it is it's not like one of these songs that's played everywhere um, maybe it is maybe it isn't I'm not entirely sure but I just I there, there's I just like it I just like it a lot I like listening to it every time I hear it it jacks me up and isn't it, are we talking about gonna fly now? Is that you know gonna fly now? I remember reading something. Joe Theismann apparently before every game watched uh, watched the three versions of that from every Rocky movie before every game to get himself pumped up. He was the old yeah. Rocky had to get an entry. I'm just glad it's not Eye of the Tiger. The, no, the, no, 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 no. Yeah, and and uh, Survivor had another hit for yet another Rocky movie montage, which was the, the Rocky Four when he fought, fought Dolph Lundgren. What was it called? The yeah, Burning yeah. Heart or wow. something? It was, it was really bad. But yeah, <laughs> so Rocky, Rocky montages featured pretty bad music with the exception of Chris's pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My last, uh, my last pick. Uh, I think you could take pretty much anything from Queen. We had mentioned uh, uh, "We Will Rock You" earlier. I think "We Are the Champions" is kind of uh, appropriate mm-hmm. as well. Jeez. I went, yeah, I went with Steam's "Na Na 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 Kiss Him Goodbye." Yeah, Man, only because just once in my life, I would love to, to hear them singing that at the Air Canada Center. Just, just one time at the end of a series to be singing yeah. that fucking song. <laughs> and that's another one where everyone gets behind it and you've got 20,000 people in the stadium just na 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 and again I, I'm going only by memory of what that song sounds yeah, like because that's it. 
again. I believe that. You're going to have to you're going to have to drive due east to Massachusetts for that there, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens in this 2014 free for all. Yeah, right? one, one that didn't come up. I was kind of waiting for it. Nobody brought up Sweet Caroline. Uh, mm-hmm. It gets played at Fenway Park all the time. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's it's played. Yeah. It's funny. It's played in other uh, in other baseball stadiums, but it only works at Fenway. They seem to. They do it at the Rogers they, Center too. It's not the same. I'm sorry. No, no you know, not even close. You know, not even close. Well, because Neil Diamond never comes out and sings it, but he does it. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like there's proof positive. Neil Diamond is not touring North America doing it. There's only one spot he does it, and that is Fenway Park. I've driven past it. I've never been inside, but you can tell that it is one of the few classic cathedrals left in sports. I'd love to yeah. go. I'm a baseball fan. I'd yeah. love to go to that Fenway place. Fenway does. Um, I mean, even from the outside, it looks special. Speaking about Boston, uh, who uses shipping up to Boston uh, by the Dropkick Murphys? Does any team use that? Does any Bruins team use Leafs use it a bit too because they have the Irish sort of the Irish heritage behind the team. So I know that the Leafs. Bruins, the that's Leafs the, their sort yeah, of Bruins. de facto intro song as they're getting ready to yeah. start the game. And then, of course, when they win, which is, you know, <clears throat> over 70% of the time this season, uh, they play Dirty Water by the Standells at the end of the game. So, so I got a wild card here. Okay. And this deals with the Olympics. And um, this is envy more than anything else. Um, When this country wins and they play their national anthem, I kind of go, fuck, that's a good anthem, man. I almost wish it was ours. It's the Russian national anthem. And I may be crazy when I say that, but it's like, man, you know, like, we all know them, the Star Spangled Banner, and of course the 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 uh, Oh Canada. They're all great for for obvious reasons, familiarity. But I have to admit, when I hear the the Russian anthem, I said, "Fuck, that's good." Raise <laughs> raise your right hand there. if you that's came to know anthem. that song uh, because of Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> and Boris Zukov right? at, at the start of every match with the Iron Sheik standing there. It's pretty great, I have to admit. Good call, Polly. It's my wild card. It's ominous. And we were talking about the fight uh, Rocky Four with Drago. I'm sure they have it in that about eight times, too, while he's getting pumped up full of steroids and running on the It is kind of an uh, ominous anthem. It's got kind of a Carmina Barana (laughs) sort of feel to it. Like, oh, my God. Because we look at it that way. I'm sure they look at the Star Spangled Bander as being like fucking... (laughs) (laughs) True enough. Pretty strong list, guys. Have we got them all out? That was fun. Yeah, yeah it was, was awesome. Yeah. Fun. Well, the other one, I'm not sure if it's a song, but it's it's the it's the uh, it's done in rugby uh, down in Australia. You know that uh, the, the, I don't know. It's like a tribal cheer or whatever you call that. Are you talking? It's, it's New Zealand. Are you talking about the All Blacks? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that thing. Yeah, and I was gonna look it up, and I thought, you know, maybe maybe even more obscure than Wacky Key Hockey and Wayne Gretzky. But I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you know about what I mean? With the All Blacks. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's very. Really it's, so, it's not really a song. It's a lot of grunting and uh, shouting. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like it's, that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the thing that the ice the Iceland does with the drum, doom doom. Yeah, right. And they and they've adopted that in Minnesota at Vikings games because it's from Iceland, right? But it, it's the what Polly's talking about with the All Blacks is very similar to that Iceland thing, which more people might know because it's a little bit more recent. But the All Blacks thing is is pure intimidation. It is Ooh. like. Yeah, when you see those guys doing that ritual before a game, I don't want to get on the field and play these guys. And they are, they're, they're the, they're, they're, well, they're the Boston Bruins of, of, of rugby. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How did no one pick Stomp and Tom? I know. Oh, you the know what? Hockey yeah. game. I, I, I didn't put it yeah. on my list because I thought it was obvious. You know, this. He used to go through, apparently, he used to go through like 15 or 20 pieces of wood over the, the course of a show <laughs> that he would fucking slam his foot into. And by the end of it, it was just like a toothpick. And then he'd grab another one. And- when I was coaching hockey, when I was coaching <laughs> hockey, I had this, <laughs> I had this, uh, this room full of what, eight, nine year olds. And I had, I bought a boom box and I recorded a bunch of a mixtape of hockey songs and uh, I was out in the hallway listening or talking to a parent and then the hockey song comes on and then I just stopped talking you could hear it and I walked in and it's really something to see 15 kids lacing up their skates singing along to that song a song that's older than their fathers and yet I said and again with a great intro no doubt yeah it's 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 an anthem it really is how right. did the, between the four of us how in the hell did we not get that in there i, I left it off because I, I didn't want to go for the obvious here you yeah. know I knew, I knew ben was going to pick a hip song so i didn't touch that and I just, <laughs> yeah you knew ben was gonna have 75 percent hip songs on his list <laughs> only one <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're are we popping this up on a spotify too chris yeah, yeah, we're gonna put together a Spotify playlist. It's half done, um, so I'm, I'm gonna put that together. Don't forget about Miley Cyrus party in the USA. I'm gonna put it three times. Lead track. Just put, put that zone down twenty times. It's that good. People are gonna unfollow the show because of that, you know? Right? Oh yeah, bad. <laughs> by the way, I don't know. I think my inclusion of uh, of Kanye West in anything is is probably inevitably gonna drop off a lot of listeners. I snuck Drake in. Everybody. Yeah, Ben mentioned Drake. Everybody's got, everybody's got their starts mentioning Drake. You've been hanging out with your teenage daughter too much. I know. Hey, <laughs> uh, boys, I gotta go. Yeah, Brass Bonanza and Magic Johnson, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Check them out, guys. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.